0: for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Secret Cabinet Hello and welcome to a new episode of The Secret Cabinet, the podcast where all the stories land that don't make it into the history books. Today, a history of Book Thieves, a Leipzig book fair special. It's spring in the land, the birds are chirping, the flowers are blooming, and in Leipzig, the booksellers are unpacking their books because it's time for the book fair in Leipzig. And as old as the book fair is, which already took place in the 17th century, as old is also the complaints against book thieves. And the five-finger discount really does have a long tradition at the book fair, And which book is stolen the most actually becomes a measure of how successful the book is. Most stolen book is, for many authors, just as... ...honorary of a prize as actually awarded prizes. Because there's definitely a correlation between stolen... ...you know, number of stolen books and how successful the book will later be in the bookshops. Alright, that whole... that thing's a little exaggerated. But, the rate of stolen books today is nothing compared to the time of former East Germany. Because in the GDR, that might be the only way in which to acquire a book from the West. And so from everywhere, GDR citizens swarmed into Leipzig, often even taking vacation days to get there. And according to the Ministerium für Staatssicherheit, or the Stasi, Up to 80% of the caught book thieves weren't even from Leipzig, but had especially traveled there from somewhere else. Or maybe the Leipzig citizens were just a little more sneaky when it came to book thieving. Back then, the book fair was held at the Markt, the market square in Leipzig, but the Leipziger Markt is full of tight corridors and small rooms, and then packed with people, the Volkspolice had a really tough time to stop the visitors with their broad overcoats and cloth bags from secretly pocketing some of the books, those books which came from the non socialist foreign countries. Some even extra sewed pockets into their coats that could hold up to 10 paperbacks tucked away. After the building of the wall, the book fair became a regular hole in the wall from which the East Germans could peek into the West. But oftentimes, this was a pretty rocky path for the organizers of the Leipzig book fair, especially in the 50s after they, you know, hardly fought um, Western publishers like Goethe and Langenscheid, but especially like technical publishers. After the building of the wall, the West German publishers first boycotted the book fair out of protest. Not until the second half of the 60s did the number of West German publishers start to increase again at the book fair. Starting in the beginning of the 70s, there was around 60 publishers representing the West German literature at the time. Especially those got a pass which also fought to publish East German literature in the West. At the head of that was Luchterhand and Suerkamp. Suerkamp was also the publisher from which the most was stolen. The East German literature publishers actually weren't weren't as sought after. And in fact, many of the books from East Germany literally didn't have anything in them. Since the distribution of paper in the GDR to the publishers did not take place until April, which forced many of the East German publishers to present their books at the book fair as just a blind cover. In 1965 alone, this affected some 800 titles, where as a book fair visitor, you would only see the book cover and binding. And hence of far more interest was the printers from the West, who didn't even mind the theft, since they weren't allowed to officially give the books away, they not only did not usually press charges against book thieves, but in fact often demonstratively turned themselves away and to give a blind eye. And the visitor could have plenty of time to just sneak one of the copies into his pocket. And the exhibitors didn't mind that by the end of the book fair, they almost didn't have any books left. For the Stasi, though, this was quite the thorn in the side. If the criminal police caught book thieves red-handed, They went straight to a specially arranged room within the mark at the book fair. The charged had to sign a confession, got a pretty steep fine, and worst of all, they were now in the sights of the Stasi. This put a lot of pressure on the now criminally charged because they could even lose their jobs and in students' cases even be threatened to be expelled from school. But the Stasi notoriously used that blackmail to then turn the book thieves into snitches themselves. For instance, out of the 44 caught thieves on the first book fair day in 1982, 15 of them were just passed on straight to the Stasi, which were now classified as operationally interesting. Many of the visitors then that didn't want to risk to get caught would just stand at the book fair and read there on the spot standing in place often for several hours. If they didn't finish, they would return the next day. Not seldomly students would come to copy books by hand, either individually or by building these writing teams where a part would dictate and read what's in the book and the others wrote. And the books of interest were pretty much everything, from technical books to social sciences, authors from Adorno to Brill, and the thieves themselves came from all social ranks, from doctor, PhD student, to the housewife, all the way down to the student, particularly the last group you <laughs> Like even high school students and college students had a especially high rate of theft. Often the delinquents were from the part of society where, quote, they should be against the demoralization and keep the socialism strong. But one customs officer was caught who had pocketed a two volume lexicon of erotica. So in the upcoming Leipzig Book Fair, if you happen to be caught with a unpaid for book in your pocket, at least you're following a very long and established tradition. But it's better you don't steal any books there, especially not from the publishing house Yotem B, that you can find in Hall 4, Row 104, Stall B. But the fear of book thieves is really centuries old. Even in the Middle Ages, we have inventories of lost or stolen books, and sometimes the books were even chained to the bookshelf itself, or desks. And hence, written over the bookshelf, or perhaps in the book itself, sometimes there's a pretty heavy curse against book thieves. Especially great is the one that you can still see in Barcelona, that is in the San Pedro uh, Monastery, right above the library. Whoever steals a book, that book shall turn in the thief's hand into a snake. Writhing in agony and pain, his suffering shall not be mindered until he wastes away. Make bookworms eat his entrails, and when he finally goes to his final punishment, may the flames of hell forever swallow him. But honestly, that doesn't sound much better than the food at the book fair cafeteria. And speaking of stolen, the idea and content of this episode comes from, in large part, from an article from Patrizia Zekert from the Berliner Zeitung from 2008. The link you can find on the website of Das Kabinett. If you're at the Leipzig Book Fair, make sure you look for Der Budler, the original creator of this show. Der Budler made an announcement in this episode uh, announcing that Das Kabinett is translated by me into English as The Secret Cabinet. He said this was translated to High anglo Saxon, actually. I believe that's German for American. I'm Travis Dow from PodcastNick.com. Come check out our new Secret Cabinet t-shirt with Emperor Norton on it. We had a graphic designer and it looks fantastic. PodcastNik.com. Cheerio! Ta-ta. Until next time on The Secret Cabinet. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods